It's Monday, but the good news is Kylan Mills and I are going to be talking Warriors. Now, the question is, are the Warriors themselves going to make things interesting? Is it going to be more of the same? We also have some interesting uh, discussion points regarding Draymond Green. Let's get to it. This, let me fix my thing, is Locked on Warriors. <laughs> you are Locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube where we're exclusively live. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by the official uh, sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network, and that's FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets if your best bet of $5 or more wins visit visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started and i apologize for misleading people regarding the niners they did not cover the spread i put my money where my mouth is if you're suffering i lost a buttload of money but they won i honestly don't care because they won. you can follow kylan mills on every social media platform at kylan mills super easy her name you can follow me on threads at dog wild kylan great to see you let's quickly 30 seconds Talk about the Niners. That was awesome. They are the good news in Bay sports. Your reaction to the Niners reaching the Super Bowl before we talk about the Warriors, Kylan. Uh, I mean, very exciting. I was just telling you that I was actually getting on a plane at halftime, and I was like, well, this is over. And people on the plane were watching the game, actually cheering for the Detroit Lions because I was back in the Midwest. And all of a sudden, I was like glancing over at someone. I saw the score, and I was like, wait a second. So immediately, I opened up my phone, get attached to the internet. I could not believe the comeback that they put together in the second half. I mean, I was not expecting that because I think the Niners played terrible against the Packers. Uh, uh-huh. And it was another terrible half. So it was like, maybe uh-huh. this is just it. Like maybe they're folding in the playoffs, um, you know, and, and that's all she wrote. And I will say this is a controversial topic, but I think a lot of the Brock Purdy criticism is unfair. Uh, the team's winning games, the whole game manager thing, like whether you think he's the greatest quarterback of all time or not, he deserves some credit um, for helping lead the team to a comeback. So anyways, uh, it's very exciting, and I think the Super Bowl is going to be a lot of fun. It's in Vegas, so yeah, bang, bang, Niner gang. Totally. I said 30 seconds, Kylan. That was like two minutes. What are you doing here? I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm <laughs> that totally was not kidding. two minutes. No, it was not. Uh, I mean, no. um, <clears throat> okay, so now we're going to talk about a more depressing topic, and that's the Golden State Warriors. Uh, <laughs> um, so Saturday night, the Warriors lose another close game. They're 15 and 17 on the year in close games. We call that category clutch, meaning within five minutes. What is it? Five points, 10 points. I always forget which one the which one of those two that 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 term means. But regardless, they're 15 and 17. They've had 32 clutch games this year, meaning very tight games at the end. Um, a lot of people are using that as justification for not doing anything. I think that's an asinine argument because ultimately they're still losing these games. They're not coming away victorious. They're five games below 500. Uh, they're only, only one game separates them and the Memphis Grizzlies. That If that doesn't tell you everything there in terms of how troubling the season is going for the Warriors, I don't know what will. Uh, so people are, there's an angst. People want to trade. I think you and I are on the same page there as well. Um, now ESPN, uh, released a report today 
that said the Warriors will not consider trading any of their core three. And really, that means Clay or Dre. They're not going to trade Steph, obviously, without Stephen Curry's blessing and without Stephen Curry actually being proactive and approaching ownership, approaching the front office and saying, yeah, trade them. It's time to move on. You and I, Kylan, both know he's never going to do that. He's a no-drama individual. I feel like the Warriors are passing the buck with that approach. And the reason why I bring up Draymond Green more specifically on today's show is because in that game Saturday, I'm sure you saw it. I'm sure everyone saw it. There was a sequence there where we saw the Dre of old, the one that therapy clearly did not check. Look, Draymond is who he is. And at one point in the game, he smacks uh, Anthony Davis in the head. It was it was inadvertent. I don't think it was intentional at all. You had Jared Vanderbilt. You had LeBron James asking for a review. Draymond Green was really livid about that because I think he understood that if that went to review and he got a flagrant, his whole future is over. Like I, he's on incredibly thin ice. But it also made me wonder: Is Draymond going to even make it the whole season? And should he maybe be one of the targets so that you trade him and have an asset in, instead of keeping him? only for him to get suspended two weeks a month from now, and then you lose him forever. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't think the Warriors are going to trade for him. Um, I don't think Steph Curry would ever proactively approach management and say that. Not only is Steph a low drama individual, he's incredibly loyal. And mm-hmm. those relationships with Dre and Clay run deep. So I just, I don't see it ever happening regarding whether or not Dre is going to make it through the season. I believe he will. Um, I agree with you. There were flashes of the Dre of old in terms of his temper coming out a little bit, which by the way, I just saw that Jared Vanderbilt got ejected from the game that he's currently playing in tonight. So, you know, who knows how much was involved in terms of him instigating that situation. (laughs) Although apparently the play, which I haven't seen, I just was looking on Twitter right before we logged on to start this, um, that people were saying was a very soft ejection. Um, But I, I don't see the Warriors trading Draymond. I think that there are other pieces I would move before Draymond. Um, And I just think it would be too difficult with Steph not giving approval. Like I I just don't see that happening. Um, It's an interesting article. And that's kind of what I've been saying all along is that I think both with Dre and Clay, that Steph would not approve of that happening. He wouldn't be okay with that. And the organization is not going to go against what Steph Curry says. I saw someone Mm -hmm. just mention the comment, like players shouldn't have a say in that type of thing. This should be a management decision, but Steph Curry is management of the Warriors at this point Uh, with how much he's done this organization and how much he's beloved in the Bay and how much he's accomplished in the last decade. Like he does have a heavy say. And it's something that Steve Kerr and Bob Myers, the previous GM had come out and said flat out to the press is that they value Steph's opinion. Mm-hmm. Kerr has said that he does have conversations with Steph about decision-making. Um, and so, you know, they do rely heavily on Steph to be proactively involved in the direction of the organization. So I do think that that report is true in terms of the organization not being willing to trade any of the core three without Steph's approval. I believe that to its fullest. That's something I've been saying. And I don't think it's going to happen with Dre. Something I want to mention that's interesting before uh, moving on is I was looking up today what the worst, because I do feel like there has been a positive impact overall since Draymond's return post suspension. But it was interesting looking at the numbers. The Warriors' defensive and offensive ratings are both worse with Draymond than they are without, according to stats. 
Shout out to StatMuse because they do have a feature where you can look at that. Um, and I wanted to mention it just since you were talking about possibly a trade piece. Um, Warriors defensive rating with um, Draymond is 115. It's 122 without. And then offensive rating was maybe about a two. Um, so I don't know if that's something, but I just, I was surprised by the defensive rating because I do think he's made a positive impact on the defensive end. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah. and yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's had a positive influence since he's been back, but that also includes his pre-suspension days and games. And I don't know, he was kind of all over the place emotionally. So we'll see moving forward, uh, you know, if the numbers do reflect the positive impact that like my eye test says, I don't know. What do you think? Si? I feel like he has helped tremendously since they've been back. And that's why I would say, I know you're concerned about the temper, but I would look to move other pieces besides Dre. But do you think this team has looked better? hundred percent. And I'm not advocating for the team to trade Dre, but watching that Saturday definitely raised my eyebrows. It made me wonder like, is he going to make it? And if he, I feel like he's on such thin ice. I could see just one more. I mean, he literally hit Anthony Davis in the head. If they actually had taken a closer look at that, if they'd actually called a flagrant on that, like, Kylan, do you think, like, he's out for the year? I mean, it, it was, like, that close. I mean, people were focusing so much on the free throw disparity, and rightfully so, it was 43-16. But part of me wonders, did the refs do the, the Warriors a favor by not going to the review on that one play? Because is he gone for the year? Before I answer your question, like, real, do you think he's gone for the year if they had actually looked at that and called the flagrant? Because he hit AD in the head. I don't know if he's out for the year. To me, the NBA should be smarter than that. Like, yes, he shouldn't be hitting people in the head, even if it's inadvertent. But taking Draymond out for the year, to me, doesn't help the game. It no. doesn't help the league. So I guess I would be surprised if they were to do something like that, like finish him off for the year, because I just don't think it'd be in the best interest of the league for something inadvertent. Now, if Draymond goes totally off the wall and it's completely warranted and they don't have a choice, then sure. But I don't think it benefits the league for an inadvertent head contact to, to put him out for the year. But the league also likes to put Draymond in a league of his own in terms of the punishment and retribution uh, for his actions because of the history, which Adam Silver has come out and said that they factor all of that in. So who knows? I could be wrong because he is held to a different standard because of the history. Now that he's had a lengthy suspension and mandated counseling, the leash is even shorter. So well, look Maybe well, I'm wrong, example, but I do think he's on very thin ice. Yeah, and like for like Carla Davis in the chat writes, for example, it was an accident. It wasn't that big of a deal. I agree. Person, I thought it was an accident. TP writes, total accident. You know what? They all were. Most of them were, though. I don't think that the league cares if these Fly. are incidental. Oh, come on now. He was, he's choked people out. That no, was no, no, but the Nurkic. Accident. When he hit Nurkic in the head, that's what led to the, to the big suspension. That was inadvertent. That was, that was inadvertent, right? That but they still strong. suspended him. For 12 plus games, the headlock, the other headlock, like, I I agree with you, but I I think that the situations that were intentional were the worst infractions, like. I think if yeah, everything I just, was done was inadvertent contact, then we wouldn't be in the situation. If you yeah, Andre it. FRB key, I am panicking because I don't, I have no faith in the NBA to do the right thing when it comes to Draymond Green. That is my concern. I, I don't think nearly any of what he's done. I don't think I don't even think his leg kicks to Stephen Adams all those years ago were intentional. I think I mean, look, he admitted that with the Nurkic thing, it was um, that it, he was trying to uh, sell a foul. That that was his argument for for the for the whiplash, but. I don't think the NBA cares anymore if it's intentional, if it's accidental. 
that's my concern. I'm absolutely panicking because the league is not what it was 30 years ago. It's soft. We're lo- look at the defense, the way it's played now and the calls being made. Look at the suspensions. I mean, I mean Draymond Green, if he was in the 80s or 90s, I don't know if he'd even get called for a foul for the things he's doing. But in today's NBA, my Lord. So, yeah, I'm actually panicking. I'm going to um, answer your question when we come back. Uh, and then we also are going to stay on the Dre topic because um, there is another thing re- about him that we that we should talk about. And we'll get into it in just a second. We got some bills to pay here first, and let's give them some love. First up, and Kylan, you're going to be involved directly in this one. And that is... A new sponsor, and they're called Quiz, but it's Quiz with three I's. Uh, so it's Q-U-I-I-I-Z, and more specifically, the website to go check out and play some NBA trivia to maybe win some money is app.quiz.com, A-P-P dot three I's and a Z.com. And this episode of Locked On Warriors is brought to you by Quiz. And with every time we read these this this ad read, we're going to present some trivia. And I'm glad you're here because when I did this alone, it's not nearly as fun. Um, now, unfortunately, the tri- trivia questions they gave us uh, don't work at all. So I'm going to pull this one right out of my hat and I'll what? be prepared for future shows because they only gave me two questions. I already used up one of them. The other okay. one is not even accurate. So here's my question to you, Kylan. And if you, any of you ever go to the website, by the way, again, it's right there. If you're watching us on YouTube, app.quiz.com, quiz with three eyes, Kylan. Who won the 1975 NBA Finals trophy for the Warriors? That's an easy one, but uh, that's a trivia. The Warriors won the title in 1975. The last time they won it before Warriors. That was the Warriors. Warriors. Uh, was that was Rick the... Barry? Yes, you got it. Okay, good. I thought that'd be, that was easier. I thought that would be easier for you. Yes, correct okay. answer. It is Rick Barry. He was the Finals MVP that season. Uh, and that's that's it how took it me a minute. 1975 is a long time ago. I'm like, it is. Hey, was my team back yes, then. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. And thankfully, I was born after that, so I can at least hold on to a little bit of my youth. Um, but nonetheless, yeah. So that's how it works. It's trivia, except in in uh, in your case, I love for trivia. Just... I'm here for it. That's fun. And you can win money. It's and again, it's quiz with three eyes. It's the next generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for locked on Warriors fans. They've created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. Play with friends or other fans and let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading anything. It's just on a simple web browser. It's a website. Just go to app, app.quiz with three eyes.com. Again, app.quiz.com, quiz with three eyes, and start playing today. NBA quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball one more time go to app.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today that's quiz with three eyes just like a three-pointer play now showcase your skills and take home cash prizes app.quiz.com with three eyes where the fans become champions you are locked on warriors your daily golden state warriors podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 
national sports 24 streaming channel and subscribe to kylan mills she's on all social media platforms at her name super easy at kylan mills so to answer your question here's how i feel about the gold state warriors roster right now with draymond green back i feel like the warriors have three-fifths of a potential championship contending team what i mean by that is stephen curry has been saying a lot that what he feels the warriors are missing is an identity is an actual and what he means by that is who is this team? Like, who are the five that are out there to close games and to win? And right now, to me, they're three-fifths of the way there. Steph, Draymond, Kaminga. The other two, they don't have it. I, and I hate to be disrespectful to Clay Thompson saying this, but defensively, he is a liability. On the nights when he's shooting a lights out, great. You got four-fifths of your lineup out there. But there are games where his shot is not there. I have, I've lost all faith in Wiggins. A whole other discussion with Wiggins is, what the hell is going to happen when Moses Moody comes back? That's why I think he needs to be the, the, the guy that they trade because um, that's a massive cluster F-bomb awaiting them. But, Kylan, to answer your question, yeah, I think I, Draymond absolutely has to stay. I, I, I am worried about the NBA and how punitive they are. And, uh, you know, I address that concern. So um, that's how I feel. Yeah. Do you agree? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I Draymond's not the piece that I want to be moving. I, I agree with you in terms of Wiggins. Um what about, I mean, I just, I don't think you get anything back for him, but like I would part with Kevon Looney. I would like an upgrade. Um, I brought that up on the last show, Kylan. He's did you? Because I was going to say his name isn't one that's really been floating around a ton in terms of trade discussions. Like mostly teams would be looking at wanting one of the young pieces in addition to a draft pick. But uh, I definitely yeah. think they need to upgrade the center position, whether it be a starter, but even a second rate, like, even they need someone more athletic. There's yeah, we got just... a few people in the chat who are confident that Nick Claxton of the Brooklyn Nets really? is going to get here. I don't. I I would be amazed if anything happens. This team has gone as is stale. It's really sad. Like I don't even are they interesting even at this point? I, it's they need to do something. This is frustrating. Uh, okay, Team USA. Steve Kerr is going to coach this team, and he's he's done after that. He announced that. Um, Grant Hill is in charge of Team USA, and he announced the 41 or 42 finalists. Um, I can't remember what the number was. It's either 41 or 42. And yeah. Draymond Green, who was on the team in 2016, he was on the team in 2020, was not named. Uh, before we hear Draymond Green's sentiments on that, because he talked about that on his recent episode of the Draymond Green Show, Kylan, what are your thoughts on that? I know Steve Kerr's not picking the team, but you would think he would have some say it seems really bizarre that Draymond was left off. Uh, Grant Hill did make some sort of comment alluding to his current, this season and the, the, the suspension and all this stuff playing a part in this, but that is bizarre to me. What do you think about Draymond not even being a finalist, which included again, the 41 or 42 players. He's not one of them. That's crazy. What are your thoughts? I agree. I, I'm very surprised by that first because Steve Kerr is also the coach of team USA. And like you said, he may not be picking the team himself, but you would think that he would have some input. Um, and it seems at least based on everything that I've seen and witnessed and heard in person from the Warriors that Steve Kerr and Draymond Green do have a great relationship. Despite Draymond's antics, Steve Kerr puts up with a lot more than a lot of coaches would in the NBA. Um, so that shocks me if Steve Kerr had to say that he wouldn't have advocated for Draymond. Um, yeah. And then second, you look at 41 players in the NBA and you look down the list. And to me, there are guys on there. 
when I was looking it over, now it's like I got to pull it up to, to see if there's a name that I can point out who I feel like Draymond deserves a spot over. But still, I just feel like positionally, you want that defensive specialist. Um, and I think we're seeing now with the Warriors with him back, you see what he can do in terms of just being a glue guy, especially defensively on any team. And the fact that Steve Kerr is the coach and running the system that he wants to run, like that should be even more reason to have Draymond Green in the mix. Um, hopefully Steve Kerr doesn't go small ball like he did uh, for FIBA, but uh, you know, we'll see. But still uh, to me, it was, it was very surprising. Um, yeah. And I got to look up, let's listen to Draymond. Let me see. I want to pick out a yeah, couple yeah. names. I want to pick out a couple names. I'm getting the list. Well, up I've right got, now. So I'm gonna, we're going to hear remember the sound. anyone in particular that you were surprised by on the 41 person list? Because I, I, have, I looked and I was like, what? I have the entire 12 man f- roster, the final list already set in stone. I, I, t- in my opinion, okay. I actually went through this and, um, it was one of the easiest exercises I ever put myself through when it comes to basketball. Who should make the final team? 11 of the 12 names was the easiest thing ever. 12 was a little difficult. And what, what raised my eyebrows in doing this was the fact that I thought Draymond Green would have been the perfect 12. Because You'll you'll know what I mean when we come back. Um, we're going to play that Draymond sound. Uh, we're going to discuss Team USA. We're going to talk a little more about trades. Uh, after we give some love to a couple of sponsors and first up do my mouse wheel is not working. That is annoying time for a new mouse. Uh, but first up is better help, which is such a valuable resource in today's difficult world. Anxiety is everywhere. And why not use a resource that can really help you? Uh, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA and get on your way to being your best self. And with BetterHelp, you can save time. You could save money. You don't have to go to an office. You can do it right from home. If you're worried about the stigma, that's another good reason for doing it virtually. You can just literally just hide out at your place where you're most comfortable and you could find a therapist from there. You can also go through multiple therapists trying to find the right one. That's another resource they have from you. It's not a bad thing to find help. And especially when we're talking about your most important organ in your body, your brain, celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA. And today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel, uh, where, again, I am sorry. I thought the Niners, I knew the Niners, I was confident the Niners were going to win. That spread was seven and a half. I went the old school route because FanDuel is not legal here in California. I called them my old bookie. Uh, (laughs) They do still exist. Um, And let's just say I lost a lot of money, folks. So if you did the same thing, I apologize, but I suffered with you. But look, FanDuel, you don't have to deal with a bookie. You don't have to deal with Uh, you know, the ramifications of not having money for your bookie. With FanDuel, it's all online. It's on an app. And folks, happy Super Bowl. If you're a Niners fan from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite munchies, and placing some bets, especially when the Niners are back in this. Kylan, do you have a prediction yet, by the way? Do you think the Niners have a shot against the Chiefs? I do. I think they have a shot, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't Dude, have I don't have a strong prediction. The line was two and a half to start. It immediately okay. went down, I believe, to one. 
Uh, I think it's a little crazy that the Chiefs are underdogs. Your thoughts on that real fast? Yeah, I actually am surprised by that as well. Um, the, the 49ers, they haven't been able to get it done in the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs are a team that knows how to win. You've got a young quarterback in Brock Purdy versus the most experienced in terms of being able to win Super Bowls in Patrick Mahomes. So I think right there, it's it's surprising that they aren't slight favorites. Yeah, it is crazy. Well, look, new customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You are locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And one final segment for you everydayers. We're back at this tomorrow night. Kylan, you and I are hosting post game, and let's hope the Warriors turn things around. The Warriors' uh, next play, uh, who are they playing? Oh, my God. They play the Philadelphia 76ers. Folks, don't get your hopes up. Now, look, Joel Embiid might not play. It's a whole different ballgame if he doesn't, but – who the hell is defending Joel Embiid on this roster, Kylan? Like, they have no one. Who, who's, who's defending Joel Embiid? Real fast. Kylan, who, who, who are you picturing in your mind? Uh, who's Draymond? <laughs> I guess. He gives up six inches. And Draymond. I Draymond know. Is- what, what option do the Warriors have? You're not putting Kevon Looney on him. And that's the problem with Kevon Looney on most centers in this league. Oh my God! So so we'll we'll, we'll have the post game uh, coverage for you there. Let's hear from Draymond Green uh, talking about the slight uh, of Team USA. Uh, here is where's the mute button? There it is, Draymond Green. One was Kobe. When I came into this NBA, and I publicly said this before, I, there was two guys I was starstruck by. One was Kobe Bryant. The other one was Grant Hill. I grew up in the state of Michigan, Grant Hill, Detroit Pistons. And so I wish. And he would have just said that to me, you know, if, if especially if you're going to say that publicly. And so it hurt me a little bit, like, from a fan standpoint as well. I'm a big fan of Grant Hill. And if I got a call because some guys drop off that list that's just unforeseen for whatever reasons, and then I need to fill a spot on that team, guess what? I'll be ready with my bags back and go play in the third Olympics because I'm not too big to be second. When I came into this all right, and then uh, real fast, um, these are the players that I selected, 11 of 12. And Kylan, let me know. I thought this was the easiest thing ever. Stephen Curry, Ty- uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Bam Adebayo, Anthony Davis. The 12th one, I'm sorry, Take out Bam out of bio. I had Joel Embiid in there. I was just saying, what about Bam- Embiid? That was my first thought. Yeah. I was like, what about and then, Embiid? Sorry. And then, and then Bam out of bio was my 12th. But yeah. I actually thought that Draymond like would be a better option because of the fact that he can handle the ball. He can play the point as well as play a big. I, Draymond is fantastic in the Team USA setting. What are your thoughts on his comments and the fact that he's not going to make it? Yeah, I mean, I understand his disappointment. Um, so what he was referring to, though, is Grant Hill's comments about why Draymond wasn't put on the team, which wasn't necessarily, it didn't sound like, at least based on what he was quoted saying, that it had to do with basketball. It had to do with the recent suspensions and Draymond's behavior this season and that they didn't feel like playing over the summer necessarily was best for him and this journey that he's on to trying to you know, figure out emotional control, I guess, and 
get right I, mentally. I, I'm not really sure. Um, that was the gist of the quote that he said was that it was mostly to do with, with the suspensions this season. Um, now he also did admire what Draymond has accomplished, especially with USA basketball, but basically said that it had to do with everything that happened in regards to Draymond being punished by the NBA, the on-court actions this year. Um, so I get where Draymond's coming from, that he would have liked to hear that from Grant Hill himself. I, I would agree if you were a long-standing Team USA player and a long-standing member of any organization, um, you know, but especially representing your country and players who've repeatedly had the opportunity to do that and you're left off the list, like you would like to get that phone call. You would like to have that conversation before it is said out in the media. And from what it sounded like from Draymond, that never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little bit surprised, I guess, by that, um, even more than his admission. You know, they don't want to risk Draymond Green, it sounds like to me, going over and doing something crazy in this competition. So <laughs> oh, for those who are listening and not looking, there was a comment about um Team USA trying to protect Euros from Dre's fists. Um, but, you know, I understand Grant Hill's reasoning. I think Draymond still could have contributed to this Team USA. But I also understand Dre's frustration if that was the reasoning that he didn't get to have the conversation himself. Um, I guess we'll see what happens, though, because regardless of who gets picked, you know, some guys will opt in, some will opt out. So it'll be interesting to see who ends up on that final 12 roster and whether or not Draymond Green would have been an upgrade. Yeah, absolutely. Someone asked, uh, who are the alternates? Uh, uh, Jalen Brunson was a player that was, that was an alternate. Uh, uh, Paolo Bencaro. Um, there was a few of Mikhail Bridges. Uh, there, were, there were a few other names on there for alternates. Sadly, no other Golden State Warriors. Uh, Paul George. You, Team USA is stacked. I'm very curious yeah. to know who makes that final roster. Um, look, when it comes to trades, and we're 10 days away from the trade deadline. Again, the Warriors... They're five games below 500. Just one game separates them and the Memphis Grizzlies. If that doesn't scream panic button, I don't know what does. The inactivity of the Warriors is driving me absolutely bonkers. Um, Yet here we are. I feel like the two teams that are the most likely trade destination, if Mike uh, Mike Dunleavy Jr. gets off his ass and does something, will be the Atlanta Hawks. That trade actually seems to make the most sense if that's a possibility where you're sending Wiggins, maybe you have to send Moody. I, you know, I like Moody. I don't want to move him, but if worst case scenario, if that's what you have to do, um, you know, you include a first round pick, maybe two first round picks, and you're getting back DeJounte Murray and Clint Capella. That could turn this season around and save it. I like that trade. And then there's the other one, which we saw in the chat, which is the Brooklyn Nets, who reportedly are on the verge of a fire sale. Um, let me ask you this, Kylan, because this is a name that, as weird as it sounds, I would not hate it if if that's what you have to do to get rid of Wiggins. And that's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons would play for Steve Kerr for the simple reason that he's a big who can handle the ball. He would be your center. Um, I wouldn't hate at least experimenting and trying with that. What do you have to lose given where you are in the season? Uh, I would obviously love uh, Claxton as well, but your thoughts on trades and everything else as we wrap things up. Uh, I would love Claxton. I think he'd be a great fit regarding Ben Simmons. I just don't think based on all the drama that's happened in this Warriors locker room last season and this season that they can risk Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons coming in and causing more distractions. As far as you mentioned him being a big who can handle the ball. I agree. Totally get where you're coming from, but he also has struggled so much to stay healthy regardless of, 
you know, his absence from basketball for other reasons. He's had back issues. Um, he's had to miss extended periods of time the last several seasons. So that's another concern for me is the Warriors don't need to add a piece or at least someone who's going to be injury prone. Um, so the injury prone factor and then just the all the other things uh, related to Ben Simmons saga over the last several years and refusing to play and demanding to be, you know, all of the other things that that's my big concern because to me, this Warriors team also is on thin ice regarding chemistry. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's just the play. Like, after everything that went on last year, you know, beyond just the punch, there was something missing in terms of the group. This year, it looked like maybe they turned a corner. Jordan Poole moved on. But now I just feel like there still isn't something that's 100% on the way mm-hmm. that it was on a couple of years ago. There's spurts of it, but there are times where it doesn't look like the team is playing with the same joy. And then now this season, you also got to add in the drama of Draymond Green having repeated suspensions. The team feeling like when he was suspended, they didn't even want him around the facility because they needed a break from him. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like you have to be super careful with those dynamics. And this Warriors team hasn't had a smooth ride the last two seasons. So that's where I, I get a little bit concerned about adding a Ben Simmons character into the mix. So... I'm not advocating for this for the record. I'm just throwing yeah. it out there because, okay. you know, because he w- he would be a big that Steve Kerr would play given Kerr's requirement for any player basically is you either have to dribble the ball like a point guard or you're just going to rot away in the bench. So with Simmons, you're getting a point guard and you're getting a center. Um, and I feel like if any right. team can rehabilitate him, it would be the Warriors. But yeah, <clears throat> I'm not advocating for it. Just throwing it out there. I was just uh, just seeing reading the temperature in the room everyone in the chat clearly clearly is anti ben simmons you're not oh yeah i was gonna say i haven't been looking at the chat so we'll move on i will say this though if if you can also get nick claxton and if you can get andrew wiggins off your books because ben simmons is ben simmons an expiring actually if if he's not then never mind i was gonna say uh if he's on an expiring deal you could that's another perk but i actually don't think that's the case so never mind um well we'll be back at this tomorrow night uh, any final thoughts? Any final words, Kylan, as we wrap it up? Bye-bye. <laughs> Dub Nation, I just want to say this. I feel your frustration. This team needs to do something. Because uh, I'm hearing a lot of talk, for example, like, well, look, Chris Paul's going to come back soon. Gary Payne II is going to come back soon. Folks, Chris Paul's six feet. Gary Payne II is 6'2". This team is right, 500. that's not going to give him size. No, and this team was six, is 16 and 16 with Chris Paul this season. They have not been playing winning basketball when they had a full roster. They, they need to make some changes here. So I hope it happens soon. I really do. Because what's going on right now is ridiculous. So are we done? We good? We out, Kylan? Bye-bye again? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> awesome.